1: Hey, welcome in 3 dudes for the View, Tuesday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Welcome back. I think you're muted, Mr. York.
2: You may have to unmute yourself. Cockpit trouble. Good morning. There you go. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning, everybody. Thanks for welcoming back. I missed it. I know you had, but we had some important business to tend to at the election commission. Everything okay? Yeah, there's some news coming out. You'll hear about it from our chairperson, uh, Miss Stickle, So uh, stay tuned. Okay, will do. Uh, nothing, n- nothing bad.
1: I hope. Just, uh, just getting business done. I imagine. Uh, Nothing
2: bad in some
1: respects. (laughs) Good deal. Well, uh, once again, though, we missed you, but thank you for serving on that board. Um, You know, other parts of the country, people have to worry about their elections, but we don't here in Murray County. And so thank you for that. Uh, (laughs) Did you
2: wind up getting all that chili off your nose, Del? <laughs> all right,
1: right. <laughs> Mr. York and I were both down at the uh, Fall Festival in downtown Columbia Saturday afternoon. Uh, the uh, Miss York was out and about, and we had a, a booth there for Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM. We were serving up chili and having a big time. Uh, but now, and I and I didn't get over there, but I understand that the Democrats and James Dallas and you all
2: y'all y'all had a booth cooking chili as well yeah we had a big time over there, but the the whole thing is i I went over to visit Dell listening audience and and to taste the chili and, and, and it tastes good and But I looked over at Dell he had a nose full of chili, and i I was wondering was he sniffing it or eating it, I
1: well, <laughs> just eating it, I guess. <laughs> I didn't have a spoon so I was just tilting the cup back.
2: <laughs> anyway, it was good. It was good chili. Yeah, y'all had some pretty good chili. I understand y'all must have paid off the judges cuz y'all got an honorable mention or something, didn't you? I
1: don't know. I I haven't heard that, monsieur. Uh but uh uh, uh Malia Malia uh, Ayers is one who made the chili. Taft Ayers' wife. It was delicious. Uh now I will tell you this, Miss York. Jerry Bradenball, who can't be here today, uh, he came by our booth to taste our chili. He said he had been over to the Democratic booth. He said that Democratic chili was no good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well what you expect him to say, you know, he won't tell the truth. <laughs> well he's the chair of the Republican Party of Murray typ- County. <laughs> Typical Republicans just won't tell the truth. We had people stand in line all the way back to the to the roundabout, man, trying to get some of that chili we had.
0: Okay, I gotta make a confession. What what's up? I company? bribed the uh, judges with golden bars <laughs> and cut <our> us <laughs> <Birmingham. laughs>
2: You pull a Menendez, are That's crazy? correct.
0: That is correct. Gold bars in his wife's underwear in broad In her bra drawer. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Well.
2: well, that's doing some kind of business, but at least he's getting indicted.
0: I mean, finally. I mean, this is, what, the third time that's, that's de- happened?
2: Yeah, I don't hear any Democrats railing about him being indicted. They kind of go along with what's going on. If it's the truth, it's the truth.
1: Well, apparently he gets indicted pretty often. I'm not sure
0: what the story is. On that. The truth is the truth and a fire alarm is still in a fire alarm. <laughs> but, but what's interesting
2: what's even more interesting, Clayton, is your buddy, your 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 good buddy Trump stands outside the courthouse and just berates the judge, As I, and there's no jury. I, I, How stupid is that?
0: I mean, did you see this lunatic judge? Did you see him smile to camera yesterday? I mean, this guy's nuts. I mean, he's a loony Tune. Yeah, I mean, he's the, a the, judge, the, the, think about this, Mister York. He's getting a charge on allegedly inflating his worth on a loan that he paid back with interest. Like, no party was harmed here. It, it, this but, is a witch hunt, and you know it. Everybody knows it. It's at, that's why his numbers keep going up. It's absurd. Has if he ever berated a
2: judge while he had a case in front of the judge, or did his client ever berate the judge openly when his client is facing the judge?
1: You know, uh, no, uh, Mr. York, and that, that's something I definitely stayed away from, and I— and, uh, uh, Told my clients to stay away from over the years. It's it's not a good idea. Although uh, Trump's just unique. Uh, he he has his he has his own style, and
2: whatever you got to say, it works for him. You know. But but it works for John Q. Public. But it doesn't work when you are in a court, Delk, and you know that. Well, I the did. rules are different. Did you see what happened the whole day no, there's
0: no doubt the rules are different especially for Donald Trump they, Because they are okay. he's he's getting treated like crap I mean no, I'm well, saying
2: the rules are different for any person facing the court there's certain things that you have to abide by and keep your mouth shut he's got a, he's got a gap, a gap problem he won't keep his mouth shut
1: well it seems to have worked for him because he he trashed off the judge before <laughs> he went to court and then Trump did yesterday and then he got to court and the judge dismissed uh, 80% of the case against Trump and so when the proceedings were over Trump Trump came out and said what a good judge he was and praised him for making uh, sound decisions so you know I, I mean Trump Trump just the usual rules do not apply to Trump at all and I'm not saying that in the sense that of a two tier justice system. Uh it's just that his the way that he uh endures at, at with the public and even with this judge are just amazing. You know, I mean after Russia Gate, after that January sixth Hollywood production, after all these indictments, uh and I was looking at real clear politics uh poll averages uh just yesterday He's still leading Biden by almost two points in an average of national poll. And now, you know, I mean, this is, you know, and Democrats just can't understand what the hell's going on. You know, like, well, we indicted him, and he was, saw oh, he was a tool of Russia, and he well, January we'll six, he orchestrated it. Uh, why did the American public see that? Because they don't care. Because. Washington and the Democrats and the media are pure evil, and Trump is the only person who is able to stand up and keep standing and do something about those crooked, crooked, deep state people.
2: We'll see how smart he is at the end of all this. When everything is calculated, we'll see how brilliant he is. Who's the congr- in, in approaching all of these ninety counts of indictments that's against him? We'll see how brilliant. Yeah. Uh,
0: who's the congressman from New York that pulled the uh, pulled the fire alarm? Uh, congressman Bowman. And now, this- now, 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 let me ask you a question, Del. Okay. okay. Let me ask you a legal question. All right. All right. Uh, did Did Mister Bowman interrupt a uh, a a proceeding within congress uh by pulling that fire alarm i guess he did 22 years 22 i think 22 years will be days. will be appropriate yeah. for him then 22 years yeah. according to the way others have been treated i say 22 years in prison for pulling the fire alarm and interrupting an official proceeding in congress yeah he should get 22 years in prison yeah didn't did anybody file any charges against him he should well i don't know this I think the, the speaker of the 8. house
2: file any uh, well you'll yo, Yo, well, did he? Did he? Or did he?
0: Did he? Or did he not interrupt an official proceeding? Well, the he encounter? interrupted. Yes, yeah. he did. But, so he's 22 years for New York. 22 years. 22 years. 22 years. That's, Mr. that's the going fair for interrupting a uh, meeting. Rules, for, the rule, rules, to, rules to, for thee, but not for me. That's well, what. That's here the, we go. That's
2: on your congressman up here there. Here we go. They want to file charges? They need to file charges. So you agree? So
0: they need to file charges. So wait a minute. Filed
1: charges. Prosecutors do. So
0: prosecutor needs to file charges, and you're saying he deserves. to 22 years in prison. I'm
2: not going to say what he deserves, but yeah. if if it's so illegal and so out of step, they need to go ahead and I, deal with We're just, just playing just by like the like rules. like they're dealing with Mendez that's with what, the gold bars. That's what know?
1: others have gotten for, uh, you know, physically interrupting meetings of Congress. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, you know, uh, little old ladies who uh, just walked in and took some pictures are getting that amount
2: of well, time. That, that's about like Justin's and them with the bullhorn in Tennessee, huh? They, they got expelled, right?
1: Expo yeah. you're changing the subject. Uh well, this, I'm saying this it's just a similar
2: in, accident. It's a similar incident by a, a member of the House. Just like Justin and them were a member of the House.
0: That was a Tennessee matter. They
2: didn't get twenty two years.
0: That's uh we're talking about the US Congress. We're not talking about the yeah. about the
2: US Congress. Yeah. It's just a peg up from the local, you know?
1: A peg up from the local, oh Lord. Uh it's the state of Tennessee, which is a sovereign state. Uh, this just in: well, Representative Bo- Bowman pulls fire alarm again while trying to flush urinal. Oh,
0: no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what we gonna do about that house, Del? The the, the ability to govern looks like you got some renegades. Uh, gets called for McCarthy to vacate the House Speaker of the House. What do you think's gonna happen? I don't care. We gonna, is he gonna have to rely on Democrats to keep him in position? Probably.
0: Why?
1: Probably,
2: I mean, d- but, uh, relied on the Democrats to stop the shutdown to save people's jobs. So what's going on? Once what again, kind of though, governance does the right have at this point?
1: I, once again, I could not be more pleased with, you know, I, I I told, I said from the very beginning, I will judge Representative Andy Ogles based on how he votes and what he says on behalf of the people of the 5th District of Tennessee. And is, if he votes, the will of the district then I will support him wholeheartedly. And Andy Ogles voted no on that continuing resolution. And good on you, Andy.
2: I'm going to tell you, just like I said before, when you got a house that's supposed to be governing and they are doing nothing, when do you know they finish?
1: (laughs) I could care less. I mean, I... You know, I, I could care less if the government's open. Yeah, or I know.
2: You, you could care less. But at where you care less, American people are being hurt when these guys go through all these annexes and still don't get anything accomplished. It's, it's about the American people. It's not about their personal responsibility. York,
1: I've, I went through numerous shutdowns as a federal employee of Department of Justice, and nothing bad ever happened. I got paid. And and I think I pointed you weren't on the air yesterday, but, uh, you know, you you didn't get paid until, you know, you shut down 30, 45 days, whatever you got back pay once the shutdown was over. But the Federal Credit Union right there next to the courthouse in Nashville was was giving it was either a no interest or a low interest loan. Against your future pay, so you could just go down to the credit union and get your paycheck and then pay it back when the government reopened, you know. But no you don't deal. know
2: if that's gonna happen, Dell. This you got some people that work for the government that live paycheck to paycheck. Well, like I said, they, you can, they need their paychecks and I, they don't have I, any lines of credit because they don't have no, the con- all economic to, conditions. All you had
1: to do was walk across the street to the Federal Credit Union and they would give they would pay you your paycheck. And then you paid them back once the government reopened. That happened every time.
2: But that doesn't happen all the time. It happened that, every that's time. That's an unusual your, situation. It happened every time. For people who they know have assets. Now, when you're dealing was, with people that have no assets, that's living paycheck well, to paycheck, That that's a you, problem. If you have if a, they federal, don't ever get paid, you don't ever get your money back. If
1: you have a federal job, that's an asset. And all you had to do is say that you that you want, that you you had a federal job, and they, the Federal Credit Union would give you your paycheck, and then when the government reopened, you paid them back. It was just that simple.
2: But you're on the high end of the uh, on the pay scale. They know you're going to pay back. You're trying to keep your credit M- good. York, but people that are York, not able to I afford mean, that, it's going to be a problem. Ms. Yep. York,
1: people who are secretary, if you had a federal job, The credit union knew you were going to get paid, knew that the government would reopen. It was good as gold, literally. Good as Mendonidas gold bars. They loaned you your paycheck. You paid them back when the government reopened. That
2: happened for the lowliest of federal workers. But why put people through that type of situation anyway, Del? uh, uh, McCarthy and Joe Biden handshook for an agreement. And then he went back on the agreement to make this situation come about. They don't keep their word. You don't keep your word. So why even deal with someone who's not keeping their word?
1: And you know what? This because you
2: got to run the country. That's why we deal with you. You got to run the country. Who
1: cares if If every time the country runs, the lives of the people of the country get worse? Uh, And what this Representative Bowman, uh, Jamal Bowman, wanted. Uh, the reason he pulled the fire alarm to delay the proceedings is he wanted more funding for Ukraine. This, this is La La Land, Looney Tune World. Let's take a break. We'll be back.
3: Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the
2: Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and in x-rays, $39. Call me or 615-551-9224.
1: on there this is del kennedy i'm dude number three welcome in tuesday edition three dudes with a view uh clayton harris dude number two how's it going man doing well del good morning everybody and dude number one mr jim york how are you good morning del good morning everybody all right here's a news story that uh you probably haven't heard anywhere else i don't even know if it's out there on the internet
0: it is it, uh, well, it's on the state website, but yeah, okay. So, it, but it, there's not a there's not a news story that I have seen about it yet.
1: Okay. Well, the uh, Tennessee Commission on uh, Public School Charter School Commission, through its executive secretary, and I'm going to find her name here in just a second. Tess Stovall. She is executive director of the Tennessee Public Charter School Commission. Uh, and an opinion issued 12 she is recommending to the full commission that the uh, application of American classical schools uh, to form a charter school here in Murray County uh, be denied. Uh, the uh, commission, I understand, will meet on Thursday and it would be routine, I would say, and so I am informed. The commission will adopt the recommendation of uh, the their executive director denying the application of American Classical Schools to put a charter school in Murray County at the present time. Uh, so there you go,
2: Mr. York. I don't. Did you know that? Yeah, um, I had talked to Lisa. Yesterday, I think, she texted me. Uh, they found several discrepancies in that application, just like the board came out uh, and said. Uh, they just didn't provide adequate information. In some areas, they were okay. In some areas, they just, it was like a hope, like putting a big crab bag out there. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. But they had no concrete information on that application, uh, no location. So, didn't didn't have the the type of students it would serve a number of different issues with that application that was just far from being uh, standard or, or in good standing uh, for the county. So, you know, there's a lot of things left off, like the school board said, and the school board got it right as far as I'm concerned because well, they pointed out all those things initially. The only, the only, okay.
1: the only person who got it right was Wayne <laughs> Lindsay who did. Uh, did absolutely get it
0: right. And what I like about this, uh, and he was the only, me- he was the school board member that was on this committee. Yeah.
1: Wayne, Wayne figured it out and got it right. And he voted to deny the application, uh, but not for, yeah. re- not for the reasons that other people did. He's just, you know, not
0: who's had- going to run the school and where is it going to be?
1: Well, First of all, the the opinion from the uh, commission is what us lawyers like to see. Uh, it's multiple pages with, uh, first of all, a recitation of all the relevant facts, the prior proceedings, then uh, a recitation of the law on the matter, followed by analysis. And it's well worth a read to all of you people who have been so emotionally charged about this issue it's the first time that anybody's explained it to me in a lawyer like fashion where I can understand exactly what's going on, what's happened, and what the criteria are going forward because this is not, this is not over. It's just over for now. Uh, and there are three criteria, uh, which the school board should consider, and the commission did consider on a appeal, and the, the, what's I think ironic here all right these three criteria are academic plan design and capacity that's number one number two operations plan and capacity number two financial plan and capacity that's number three now the uh, the the school board must find, and then the commission on appeal. In order for the application to be approved, the the applicant the applicant has to meet the standard on all three of those factors. Now, what's where Wayne Lindsay got it right, and where everybody else who you know screamed and hollered and uh, log rolled and. Roll out misinformation and everything else on public media and even in public meetings was the financial uh, plan and capacity. Now that's that's where all the debate was, and so to put that in terms that you, you folks in Rio Linda can understand, uh, the the hue and cry was that uh, the. Uh, charter school would take money away from existing schools in Murray County and would take uh, an inordinate amount of students away from existing schools in Murray County. Uh, the commission with thorough analysis finds that that allegation was absolutely false, totally false. There would be no detrimental financial impact on existing schools there would be no excessive detrimental impact on the number of students in existing schools. They found that the applicant met or exceeded standards in that regard. Where the applicant and where Wayne got it right, where the applicant got it wrong, were on the other two criteria, which were never discussed publicly. Not not any not much of anything was said about them and what what the uh the commission's the commission's review of what the uh um, the, the, the executive director's review of the school board and the review committee that the school board appointed uh uh was pretty scathing, I mean damning. They basically just said that uh, the review committee of the Murray County School Board and that the school board itself just asserted, with no facts to support, that uh, there would be a detrimental financial impact on existing schools, a detrimental impact on the number of students in existing schools. And the executive director, after a lot of analysis, just goes, they just said that, but presented no facts to, whatsoever to support that idea, to support their assertion. Uh, you know, this is, you know, to a lawyer. Well, is,
2: but, but out of the three areas, though, Del, that's one, that's important. That, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Ace was getting a lot of money in from, from support,
1: you know. But what I'm saying, though, is <laughs> all the debate and the no votes centered around the one where standards were met or exceeded. Uh, there was the the one who got it right was Wayne Lindsay, and the other two. I mean, the uh, the other two criteria where the commission said that the application did not meet the standard were academic plan design and capacity operations plan and capacity. Basically, what they said was they did not, and Wayne, this is where Wayne got it right. They did not designate where they were going to put the school and if they don't designate where they're going to put the school how can you gauge the impact of the school on the community correct
2: correct yeah. and if yeah because and, they you have to target if they were going to target certain populations of students they have to know where they're going to put the school in right. order I mean, to know that's what
1: that, that's in, not even smart in, in order in, to judge these two factors academic plan design and capacity operation plan and capacity those are the two of the three factors where the executive director of the commission said the application doesn't meet the standard
2: and Del, um, what was the what was the well, purpose of putting a school here first to enhance the academic plan design and capacity uh, well you that was a priority number one
1: well again though that's off track mr. York the the what this commission the executive director of the commission was saying unless you know where the school is going to be you can't judge its impact on the community because you don't know what community it's going to be in. And so you can't judge its uh, academic plan, design, and capacity. Second, yeah, but what I'm saying, well, the Well, well there's another, plan well, there's, is the
2: basis. Let's, let's, the academic plan is wait, the basis wait, wait, for wait even starting Ms. a school.
1: York, I understand you just hate charter schools. And,
2: no, I, I, and you I, wanted, I don't like this charter school. I don't hate all charter schools. You, I don't like this
1: particular charter all right, school. But, Let's go on to why the executive director – there was another factor in the executive director's denial of the application or recommendation that it be denied. The the other factor was that they did not – they left a lot of details as to how – this is the operation aspect. They they simply said that a a principal or a headmaster or whomever would be appointed and that the headmaster would, you know, address all these details – about uh, operation plan and capacity, you know, and they 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 said, "Well, that's not a plan." And uh, I mean, they're the, the the executive director goes, "Okay, you're going to nominate some really great leader, and he's going to take care of all these details." Is there a plan for all these details? You know, uh, how, how's the school going to operate? Where are you going to get your teachers? What are you going to do about transportation? All these kind of things. The the applicant just said, oh, we're going to appoint a guy to do that. Well, the executive director just said, well, that's not satisfactory. That's not a detailed plan, and we don't even know who you're going to appoint. So we don't know if you can meet the standard of operation plan and capacity or not. You've not presented any information that would tell us. Yeah, so, the, the all right, so, so go, Mr. York. That's Those the were the whole, two the prongs point. of the denial that they didn't they – didn't, um, Uh, they didn't uh, say where the school would be located and they did not designate who the headmaster principal leader would be and just left a lot of details about operations up in the air saying that, well, the headmaster will take care of those.
2: Yeah. But if you've started 20 schools somewhere else, shouldn't you have had this all laid by? Shouldn't you have had all this lined up where there will be no doubt on how you're going to start a school? Supposedly, they're supposed to be the experts, but they have a lot to be desired. That particular, well, this particular charter I, I, school has a lot to be desired. I if you've done this twenty times before, look like you would have had all that laid by when you come to a new community. But well, they did,
1: Miss York. I, you know, they
2: the same the same applicant had their
1: applications approved. American Classical they were approved in Jackson, Tennessee, and Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Uh, And, you know, I don't know the answer to that question, but I do agree. I mean, after the thorough analysis, you know, I react. I'm a lawyer. You know, after the thorough analysis, uh, instead of the histrionics that we had heard, I I agree with the executive director. She got
2: it right. Yeah, I agree agree with her, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, after all the wrangling, it comes down to, Show me your cards. Show me your hand, and but, they had no hand.
1: Well, they didn't have they didn't have it well done, and uh, you know. But I I suspect though that the reason it was denied overall, I mean, if you look at a review committee of the school board, I mean, you can't really say what their motives were. But overall, the reason it was desi- denied was on the issue of financial planning capacity, where the executive director said they exceed. They exceed the standard on that. So yeah, they
2: were getting money from everywhere.
1: <laughs> only, only Wayne Lindsay read the rules and figured it out. And, yep. And he did.
2: The news to Wayne for, for st- his yeah, sharp he did. Stand I stand and all the criti- uh, criticism he got, you know? True to that. All right, let's take a break. Come back.
0: This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us.
2: Happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. When you see the happy face on our truck,
3: healer!
2: you'll be smiling cause you know that you're in luck. Healer! When you fixed up and you know it, healer solved it like you hoped it. If, if you're happy, happy and you know, know it, shout it out. Healer! And now, the best man. Uh, I was going to plan this speech out while I got my oil change, but I went to Take 5, and it was a lot faster than I thought, so here he goes. Okay. Tim, you were my first friend. Angela, you were my first. <laughs> yeah, I never thought the two of you would make it, but I guess love really is blind. No, 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 I mean in a good way. At Take 5, your oil changes faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change.
1: We'll sing a victory tune And we'll all meet back At the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses Against evil forces Singing whiskey for my men Beer for my horses All right, we're back. Three days with a view. Tuesday edition. It's going to good.
0: cold by the end of the week, isn't it, fellas? Next week, uh, I think the highs in the 60s every day. We're, we're, well, I mean, we're it's it's
1: a, it's October, folks. We're three weeks away from first frost. Yeah. It's pumpkin patch time. Yes, it is. All right, I'm dude number three. I'm Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Del, let me say a little thing. Last thing on this school issue. The go, two go things ahead, that, that the system really was trying to key on was the academics and the operations of how the operation and design. So cost was never a factor because the state's going to provide plenty of money for them. And if they couldn't do what they supposedly was trying to do, and that's improve the academics of this area, and then how are they going to deliver that? That was the big issue. Uh, and, you know, uh, the board and maid and Wayne made the right decision. They didn't prove that they were going to enhance the academic pursuits of students and they didn't have a plan. So. You know, bumming out on two of the three just means that they couldn't do what they said they were going to do. It was just a farce. You know,
1: I I agree with the executive director, but what the executive director did for me, though, was to lay it out in an analytical fashion. Yeah.
2: And uh, since you're an attorney, I agree with that. They documented step by step how they got to their decision and analysis. And and that was good.
1: Yes, it was good. And and once that was done, and, and I'm. I credit. I mean, I don't. I don't think Wayne's a lawyer, but uh, he he figured it out. You know, he read the rules, he read the application, he heard the testimony, and uh, he he basically voted no because of the reasons that the executive director eventually adopted. And uh, so he he figured it out through all the noise. And so I commend him for that.
2: Um, And the board went along with it. So, you know, you got leaders that pop up all over in your board. So sometimes one person gets it and maybe the others don't get it all. So but as a leader, he stood up and voiced what he discerned from what what took place in the application.
1: I I think you're right, Mr. And this certainly is not the end of this. It's probably the end of it for, you know, for this year. But certainly there are going to be, you know, it could be American Classical or it could be somebody, some other entity is going to propose a Murray County charter school at some future date. And, you know, I have no doubt that if if Wayne determines that they do meet
2: all three criteria, he'll vote yes. Uh, yeah, the other thing about the geographic area of Murray County in Columbia, it's difficult to place a, a facility that's going to serve everybody. And Jackson and Murfreesboro, they have lots of buildings and space that they can centralize and serve students. So it's very difficult in Murray County because of how the population spreads across the county and across Columbia. I, you know, uh, Mr. York, I, I,
1: I've read the opinion. I don't. I, 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 but I, and I didn't read it with that, uh, what you say in mind, but I don't think that they've got to particularly serve, uh, the whole county. Uh, I think that a charter school applicant could say, okay, I want to serve Mount Pleasant. Yeah. And, yeah. Pre- but, and but what and, I'm saying as, you got to be in the they, right
2: location. Right, you got to be in the right location.
1: As as long as they meet the criteria for serving Mount Pleasant, then they could do that. You know, or
2: yeah.
1: you know, uh yeah, okay. All right. I think we agree on that. But that's uh Yeah, so that's
0: uh that's we've all learned something there. Right. Uh, I was going to ask Mr. York a question if that was Shoot, okay. Shoot, right, yeah, go, um, go, go, man. I mentioned this yesterday on the show, you, and you you were in your meeting yesterday, Mr. York, But uh, I'm sure you heard that you know the uh, Hollywood uh, writers or whoever the, their strike ended, so shows are starting to come back on. And Bill Maher, his show came back on Friday. Uh, he did a podcast with uh, the Raging Cajun James Carville oh, uh, about a, about about a week ago. <laughs> And he kind of he brought up that conversation at the end of his show Friday night, where they both agree, uh, if you think that that because Joe Biden beat Donald Trump in 2020 and that he's just going to automatically win again in twenty four, you're 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 making a mistake. But Bill Maher's calling, and other Democrats are calling for Joe Biden to step out of the race. And I want your opinion on that because Mr. York. He's not all there, and it's getting worse by the day. It's getting a lot worse by the day. What, what are your thoughts? I don't, I don't think it, it's, it's what people perceive it. I
2: think the news media is talking about it all the time. Joe Biden is is senior to me, and, and he's got good faculties. On some things, he's going to bundle. That's what happens to people when they age. They do make mistakes from time to time. But I think he has enough good people around him to run the country. Now, I'll tell you this, and this is a fact. Many folks fear that if something happens to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris will be president of these United States. And I think that's that's dumb. That's crazy. But she will be president of the United States if something happens to Biden. Nobody's hoping anything happens to Biden. Look at Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is approaching 99. He was been on hospice almost a whole year. So people are living longer and and they're doing the things. I don't think Joe Biden is any worse off than your fearless idol that you have.
0: The T. Now, now Bill but, Maher even disagrees with but that.
2: Bill issue. Maher might disagree. Bill Maher's got a right to his opinion. James Carville's got a right to his opinion. I got a right to mine. I think Joe Biden is doing a credible job for this country. Now, I hope that when he feels that he can't be an asset at all, he'll step down and nature will take its course. Many people call call calling for Feinstein to step down, but life's end took place and she didn't have to step down. So I think if something happens, it happens, I hope it doesn't, but I think Joe Biden is doing a credible job even in his older years, that that most presidents don't have this type of success.
0: Do you think Gavin Newsom's being disrespectful to Joe Biden by debating uh, Ron DeSantis?
2: No, because Ron DeSantis and, and Gavin have had a spat for a long period of time about uh, DeSantis sending immigrants to all parts of the country and disrespecting the governors of those respective states. And I think he's got a right to debate. Any any politicians got a right to debate each other. I don't think it's disrespect.
0: Well, you know, DeSantis was on Bill Maher's show Friday night as his opening guest. Which Bill Maher rightly pointed out, the campaign must not be going very well if he's on his show. But he did. <laughs> but, but he. But he did. But he did admit, and Maher has been a critic. He did admit that Florida handled COVID right. They handled it the right way. The numbers do not lie. He handled you had it right.
2: 800 and some thousand people died in Florida,
0: uh, 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 Clayton. That's not handling it right. They had uh, the lowest death rate in any state in the country, Mr. York. Well, 800 and some thousand, that's not low to me.
2: Per capita, it is. Per capita. I'm talking about human beings' lives got destroyed by them listening to DeSantis and him doing the things with COVID that he did. Oh, well, you know,
0: there was a poll that came out that showed that over 50% of Democrats believed that, that like 20 or 30% of the country would end up having to be hospitalized because of COVID. And the real number was it was between 1 and 5%. So, I mean, well, th- th- that's th- th-
1: the fact that we were talking about presidential politics, though, and. A lot of people – and I notice, you know, I watch these – mainly I watch Twitter. And there are all these Republicans out <laughs> no there. No
2: wonder you messed up.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's all these Republicans out there that are a noisy minority who, you know, just don't want Trump. And they're still trying to promote DeSantis. Uh, you know, the problem is – and I like DeSantis. And I actually thought from the beginning that DeSantis might, uh, might defeat Trump in the primary. But – it, you know, and
2: and
1: uh, Clayton, I've had this discussion before. Remember, back in two thousand sixteen, uh, Scott Walker was the darling governor. He was, and everybody thought he was going to be the guy. Amber
0: Jeb, yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, and governor of what was Wisconsin, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, but he got out on the national stage as opposed to the state stage, and
2: he was no good. He couldn't. But he DeSantis couldn't. is just a model of Trump. And and nobody wants—a politician has certain things that they do that make them themselves. DeSantis never took any action that he didn't imply he was acting as a mini-Trump. Well, I don't know, but he— he lost lost his cart when he started doing that. If he'd have been himself, he may have had a a good chance. But he tried to imitate everything Donald Trump did. Well— you know, and when Trump's got
1: the kind of lead that he does, like 50 points in the primary, yeah, you better sort of act like Trump or you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah, uh, that's what what
2: getting... you going to do in the general election, Delk, that's okay in your crowd, in your tribe. That's great to be 100% in your tribe. What happens when you get out in the country? That's the deal.
1: And still, in the real clear politics, average of national polls, Trump leads Biden by two points. Well, we'll as, see. As we speak. We'll see so, thanks. Well, and, and that's what if cont- he's
2: not in Alcatraz, mm-hmm. we'll
1: see. And he'll be there's nothing in the Constitution that says he can't serve from prison, and the American people are going to be happy to but, have him do but, it.
2: But Dell, how, how does that look to the to the world? You were, How does America – let
1: me be get a off a, on that. How does America democracy? look to the world right now? A sitting president has indicted his political appointment in an upcoming election. That only happens in Venezuela. And look at what we've done on the world stage – we got involved in Vietnam wrongfully. We got Look we at attacked a sovereign we attacked a sovereign country, Iraq, who had done absolutely nothing to us. The country of Afghanistan, we invaded and occupied for thirteen years, and had done absolutely nothing to us. If you are Trump, we, you, you want We, we have lost our moral authority completely to the we, world. So what difference does it make if Trump's in jail? That's just a footnote we, in we, how. We have lost our moral authority to the world. We can't operate a democracy successfully at, at home. We have no moral authority ab- abroad and we have continued and now we are now we are aiding Ukraine in what is essentially an ethnic dispute at the Russian border in which we have no business and no moral authority to be there. We have no moral authority, domestic or foreign. And it, Trump being in a prison cell ain't gonna make any difference. It just makes it look like, you know, we're, you know, uh, Nicaragua, which we already are.
2: To, to listen to you to be an arm of the law for all your life, and then you don't believe in the rule of law, law you don't believe in democracy, you don't believe in prosecuting Monsieur, people who I don't, committed a crime, tells me. I don't know where your mind's at. Maybe you're getting a little too old
1: these hey, days, Mr. Yeah, Ms. York. You know, I never said any of those things you just said. And I deny them.
2: Well, you may deny them, but you're supporting someone who's committed crimes, and, and like he didn't commit any crime. It's nobody. Joe Biden is not pulling the lever on Trump. Yes, he is. yes, He is. directed they, Merrick they Garland. He didn't direct Mary Garland one there,
1: The New York him. Times has reported that, Mr. York. He directed,
2: you should have you you listened to 60 Minutes in the interview that Mary Garland gave this oh, week. Oh, of course you. he denies <laughs> it. But the New
1: York Times report that Biden... The
2: New York Times is written by a writer. They can come up with all kind of stuff.
1: But, according to Democrats, they don't lie, and they certainly have all the sources. They have reported that Biden directed Garland to, to indict Trump. That, Period.
2: That's, that's, a, that's a GOP talking point, and you know it.
1: No, it is not. Trump no, committed not. And what I do know, Miss and, York,
2: and she, he should be judged by the Ms. rule York, of we, law we, we like were, every other We citizen. were not
1: allowed to indict high-profile cases without getting a buy-your-leave from the White House first.
2: Have a great day, folks. Bye. See the hypocrisy in America.
0: Yes we do. Yes we do. Yes we do.
2: You can make mountains ring or oh, make